you a night out. Then Late Night Love is a place for you. Since life is negative enough, here we discuss everything love. What we love, who we love, and why we love. So join us on Saturday nights at 11.30pm Pacific Time, and please remember, love everyone. And good evening, good evening, my fellow night owls, lovebirds, and lonely hearts. This is Jazz and Lubby coming at you with some late night love. And we are here today. I think Lubby has some dating in a pandemic discussion for us. But before we start to that, I was reading an article just an hour or so ago about the number one sign you're in love. Now, some scientists. Oh, really? Yeah, apparently, some scientists have gotten together and decided what the number one sign you're in love is. So, I have a question for the audience, for those of you who are listening, to send us the first sign when you fell truly in love. The first time you felt truly in love, tell us how you knew. And you can do that. By sending an email to love at latenightlove.us. You can go to anchor.fm slash latenightlove and send us a, a voice message. You can also contact us on Facebook at Facebook slash the late night love. Or you can hit me up on Twitter at jazzrat. J A Z Z R A C K. And the old lubbinator over there doesn't have a social media thing. No, you're, I don't. Because you're a hermit, but that's all right. It's a hey, I love hermits. I'm I not. Wish... I'm not plugged in. <laughs> you just learned how to use an app. I just learned. I have one chat app. I have one chat app. That's what I do. That's my social. <laughs> that's not true. You have do have a Facebook page, but you are the the anonymous one of the group. I'm the one who's the takes whatever you're the face you baby uh, yes yes i well i have a face this is true it's for radio but i have a face <laughs> so what was that for you miss lovey what was that number one sign you were in love with mr yours truly when i cleaned your house <laughs> Well, but there was something, too, before you decided to help with that. Well, my, the first sign is you made me out Twitter-pated. Uh, <laughs> you know, my 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 breath caught. Uh, my tummy, my stomach splashed. I started doing flip-flops. I wanted to hold your hand. Um, I wanted to stand close to you. I wanted to smell your neck. Um <laughs> Maybe give it a little lick. I don't know. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see how these things work. Okay, well, what, what the experts actually say is your number one feeling is if you find yourself giddier than usual, essentially if you're happy. Well, yeah. If you're happy. That's what they say. If, if you're happy, that means it's your first sense. If you're giddier than usual, happier than usual, kind of running on a high for no reason, yeah, that's the first sign. You're, it's the number one sign you're in love. You still got me laughing. Ten years later. 
Well, yeah, but I'm not entirely sure that's always a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to point that one out there. <laughs> I can go a little far at times. It's just a good thing you are a good-humored woman because I'd be in trouble if you weren't. <laughs> but that's why we found each other. The fates wouldn't have put us together if we weren't compatible. True. We wouldn't have gotten this far, that's for sure. And we sure in the hell wouldn't be sitting here trying to give people love, relationship, personal advice. Personal advice. Or just discussion. That we're, we're not advice. No. Because no, we're, we're, we're not psychologists. But well, things to think of. Things that come up. Well, our experience. Things that come up in our in our day-to-day -day life we discuss. Yeah, we've discussed. And we've been, between the two of us, we've had an eventful lives, shall we say. Eventful lives, yes, we and have so, some, and so that's we have some. We have over a hundred years of experience between the two of us. Yeah, we've you know I don't I can only speak for myself, but I've filled my plate with plenty of dumb things, so I can ha I can express the knowledge of all my mistakes on the rest of the world, but I've also listened and learned a lot, so I'm not just a blumbering fool. My therapist even says so. I got to okay, she likes this thing. You Be always give good advice. Well, you always, I, you always, well, I can't say advice. You're always food you, for thought. Food for thought. And you're, you're always very supportive. That's what we do. We give food for thought here. We don't tell you what to think. Right, right. We just try to give you something different to think about, maybe a different angle you hadn't considered. Or who knows, maybe it's reinforcement of something you already know. You just needed somebody else from some, who has different experiences tell you something similar. It's, or, yeah. you know, maybe we're just complete crackpots, but we're fun to listen to. We could be that. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. <laughs> well, you guys can tell us what you think about that one, too. <laughs> We'd love to hear from you. <laughs> yeah. And we also love to hear, but send you guys some, you know, send us a message about anything else. Questions you want answered, concerns. You know, we'd love to answer your questions. Or maybe some food for thought that you have. Yeah, yeah, you know. We'd love to hear it. We do have the love line. I'm having technical difficulties with it, but I'll get those figured out as soon as I have time. I am such a busy guy these days. Well, after the election, a lot of things are going to get your attention. Well, let's hope so. Okay, so on the, not online dating we did that last week dating during a pandemic now this should be interesting because absolutely nobody knows what the hell they're talking about anybody who says they know what the hell they're talking about is lying because no one's done well, this before well these are no no one's done this before now the, no i wouldn't say these are experts uh, this the the second one kind of touts to be an expert this one gives a lot of advice it, you know, it experiences from other people. They did their research. Um, the first item is... How much, wait, how much research can you have done? 20 people. They interviewed 20 people that's for this real, article. It's not real research, but okay. It's good for It's good for fun. All right. I was just curious. It's good for fun. It's so. good for fun. Okay. The first thing, this is called the new rules of dating. First, make no assumptions. Some people are only comfortable with video calls, and this actually happened to somebody. Other people 
are comfortable with suggesting a threesome before noon on Tuesday. It really runs the gamut. So you got to ask. <laughs> apparently, this is a straight out of the box question. Well, apparently, because how do you how does a threesome work when the Canadian health minister is suggesting that you wear masks when you have sex? Well, it doesn't cover masking up later. I don't think that's covered. In the, I didn't I'm, see that mentioned in the oh, article. Man, it's a, my head's starting to explode. But, uh, well, yeah, so essentially it's like normal. Some people are like, so, so it's like normal. <laughs> that's true. When we first started dating, I wanted to, we did a video. Yeah, lots of people you start with the text message and the phone call and coffee and and then and other people on, on your first Tinder date, your your you know your Matt gentleman sausage and lady garden are meeting. It's there's there's no right or wrong way as long as you're all happy and consensual. I'm just saying it's it's always run the gamut. They're not actually saying anything new there. That's all my only point was. Okay. <laughs> It's just that it runs the gamut. Well, yeah. <laughs> but you have to find out within the first few messages whether, you know, meeting in person is on the table. You have to you have to find out where they are. Well, yeah, being open and honest in whatever you are comfortable with or looking for, I suppose, may even be more important now than it was before, just so you don't waste anybody's time and you want to be a kind and compassionate and empathetic human beings and all that, especially now with everybody so stressed, you'd really want to be kind. Take the extra step to be kind. Yes. Dating's hard enough. It's hard enough now and everybody's under stress. So I think taking the extra step to be kind is probably a good thing to do. But well, I want to meet those people who want the threesome on the first date. I'm sure you do. Now, other people are more direct, apparently, asking for proof of COVID testing. And some people are even suggesting that, you know, okay, we've come this far, but I want I want us to be tested. Yeah, but it takes like 48 hours for a COVID test. To, that's just... I mean, I can get it, but I also get that maybe part of this is make, you know, you find out if your risk factors are within the same wheelhouse, your risk aversion factors, your, your personal risk aversion formulas. I suppose it tells you a lot about a person on where they stand on where they draw those particular lines, how much fear they're living in versus how much carefreeness they have. You know, there's no right or wrong answer here. It's just a matter of finding out if the person is essentially compatible. You know, it's not a pretty thing, but life isn't pretty these days, unfortunately. Well, it is a mitigating factor. If you're, you know, if somebody is cavalier and, and you're, you're for getting tested first... You know, you're not a good, you're, it, this isn't going to bode, this doesn't bode well for the, the long, the long haul. Well, this is true, but it's the same thing if someone uses a wingsuit on a regular basis and goes jumping off cliffs, you know, they're probably, <laughs> and, and you have trouble, you know, getting out the house because you think you're going to get hit by a car. You're probably not compatible either. And so it's probably the same type of thing. 
so the same thing is happening, but we're doing it in a fra different framework. We're, yeah, we're, we're using pandemic framework. And, and it's, in some sense, it's more open because you don't have to wait so long to find out that the guy is an adrenaline junkie. You might suspect it, but you don't know. Or you might not know. Someone might be able to hide the fact that they have extreme anxiety issues, shall we say. So in one way, you learn. In one way, you learn faster. You learn faster. I see. I yeah. see. I'm not saying it's better. I'm just saying you learn faster. Now, they're suggesting on the first date that you keep it outside where the risk of coronavirus transmission is lower. Okay. Uh, walks appear to be the top choice, followed by picnics, then backyard barbecues, or drink at a restaurant with outdoor seating. Now, all of a lot of these eating, this involves taking off a mask. Yeah. Well, so if you're insistent on masking up, that that kind of limits what you're going to do. You kind of a, a walk is about it. Well, the reality is if you're someone of those who are masking up all the time, you're likely not going to want to go out a lot anyway. You might want to take a hike, which, of course, but if you have to drive in the car with them, you're in the car with them. So you're taking some level of risk. You're going to have to take some level of risk if you want to actually go out and experience life. There's no way around it, whether it's coronavirus or a car accident or, or tripping over your own two feet. It's all these things can theoretically kill you. And some are actually more realistic than others. But, you know, fear of the invisible versus fear of the something that you know can happen. You know, you know you can trip over your own two feet in a sense. You you have that kind of factored into your fear calculation. You know, theoretically, you can trip and fall and bang your head and life can be over. Theoretically. Well, yeah, but lots of people die in bathroom accidents. I mean, 300,000 people a year are killed in medical accidents. So it's a, the risk aversion calculation is very personal. And so I suppose the sooner you can kind of figure out if your risk aversion calculation, which is a crass way of saying that, but is compatible, you know, it's, it goes back to, I guess you start to find out because now you have you have people with I know people who will go off they'll put their mask on when they get in the car with their buddy to go hiking and yet the minute they're around the corner off their mask goes and they're a maskless the rest of the day they're just doing it for a show for their spouse and now you're lying to your spouse just so you don't have to have the argument good heavens because that risk aversion, yeah, but now you're 30 years into the marriage or 40 years into the marriage. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? That one person needs to go out. They need to hike. They need to, they need to do it for their mental health. So a little white lie makes everybody happy. Is that okay? <laughs> I'd have the argument. Don't tell me what to do. Well, yeah, but but you know me. I do what I want. I do what I want. Yeah. Yes, I get to hear that quite a bit. I get to hear that quite a bit. I haven't done that in a while. I, 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 you know, I lay off. What are you again. talking about? I haven't done the do what I want thing in there, at least six weeks. Well, not not a five-minute version, no. 
but you have told me I do what I want in passing. Yes, when I asked Well, not, you, but I haven't gone full Cartman. No, you haven't gone full <laughs> Cartman. No, no. <laughs> I mean, I'll go full Cartman and I'll do it for like, you know, a week. <laughs> just for fun. <laughs> when I'm getting too serious in my life, it's just I don't have time for that right now. <laughs> Which is kind of sad, to be honest. I kind of miss it. It'll come back. Okay. I just don't have time for it right now. Life is busy. You always have time. Make time to make me laugh every night. You always make me laugh. Yeah, but it's it's getting more juvenile, and it's getting more ju juvenile earlier. So yeah, <laughs> usually it was three o'clock in the morning. You get all juvenile. Now it's like one. <laughs> so you know it is what it is. It's just a good thing I don't do any writing or anything at one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> okay. Not good. Not good. I should start doing a political overnight podcast just for the fun. <laughs> that would be interesting. Oh, someone might actually want to no. hire me for that. I'm not sure I want to do it. Okay, what do you've got over there? The next item on in this article it says to embrace. The mask. Embrace the mask. Right. Now, now the my best now the, Is there an explanation it, that goes with embrace the mask? The bottom line on this is to tell your date beforehand that you intend to wear a mask and would like to date your date the date to do so as well. But what if neither one of you care about masks? Well, then you'd have to discuss that. But what they're saying is this is now an item on the discussion before you meet. You have to talk about it. I am so glad I'm not dating. That's all I can say. I apologize, everybody out there, but I'm just so glad I'm not dating. Now, they they did um, make a note in here. I, I, I feel for every that, one of you out there. That really some do. people, in, in this one lady, she said it increases her anxiety. She says, I, I rely on facial expression, so when things are impeded, it makes it harder for me to gauge things. Well, you know, so you, it's harder socially. So there is a you can't can't wear a shield instead of a mask so people can still wear your see your see your facial face. expression. Because remember, the point of the mask isn't to protect you, it's to protect other people's and the shield is, is just as effective. So if you're going to go on a date, why don't you put a shield on instead? Okay, the face shield is a plastic shield, in case yeah. people haven't seen it. It's a plastic shield. Damn, it shouldn't help more effective than half the people who are wearing their masks to cover their mouth and leave their nose exposed. They leave their nose exposed. I see people walking around <laughs> with it around their chin. Yeah, or they're going to the store and it's just, they're hanging it right here, just below their bottom. Just below their bottom lip. Uh, yes, just they're, they're barely conforming. They're not even wearing it because they care about it. They're wearing it because they're forced to. Well, they have a bit, they have a recording. It's It produces anxiety going to that grocery store. Yeah. Um, they have a, a... And they're one of the better ones. They're one of the better mm -hmm. ones. They, mm -hmm. they do a... An announcement, everybody stays, please stay six feet away from all shoppers. God, it's like, no, it sounds like some dystopian future movie, doesn't it? It does, it does. <laughs> and then, please don't take more than you need. Leave some for your friends and neighbors. <laughs> please don't talk to the person next to you. You might spread the wrong type of propaganda. It's like, what the hell? 
<laughs> and the other one, of course, is there's three of them. Please maintain the use of your mask while in the store. Thank you. I'm lucky they don't harass me over my shield because I wear a shield instead of a mask. Well, there was that you and that guy. You were we were coming in. He was coming out. You they both had shields on. And all you did was look at each other, smile, and nod. <laughs> You know, which is not what two women would be. Oh my God, where'd you find that? That's so good. That looks cute. Where'd you get it? That we said all that, but we don't know. We didn't need to know where we got it because we already have ours. We <laughs> <laughs> what do we need to know where you got yours from? I got mine. Because uh, I... you need another one. It's called Amazon. Everybody knows where Amazon is. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> men are so practical it's just, it's, there's no question about that uh, but I just I really man all I can do is I think about this is I think dating is freaking hard enough and then we've got all this stuff layered on top of it now and I'm just going, I can't oh my imagine God. I can't imagine dating and not being able to see the face I rely so much on facial expressions my hearing is not the greatest I can't hear in the mess yeah, it's just, it's just all it, these other. It's, it's very just, difficult. And if you're socially awkward before, oh my gosh! And now everybody's under stress, you know, and you know we're not. Even the most mentally healthy people are struggling now. Are starting to struggle. They're starting to feel the strain, simply because they are. And and so, I, but because a lot of them aren't used to dealing with it. And so that's why they're struggling. They'll be able to get through it because they're mentally healthy. And as soon as someone tells them, okay, this is how to go, as long as they learn how to go through it, they'll be able to get through it. But if they don't, they can go on a big downward spiral. And you're going to see a lot of that starting to come up. And it's very sad. And and you can explain why. Is you're trying to, you're some 25-year-old, you know, person trying to figure out, find dating love in a future in this freaking world-ass strange world that, there's no playbook in this world. We can talk about all the rules we want. There's no playbook. We're all, everybody's making this up as we go along. It's If we don't take a time to stop and remember to love ourselves and love those closest to us, we're going to have a hard time. Individually and as a society and as a culture. And, you know, I try to be positive here and I'm and, you know, so I don't want to say that we're doomed because we're not. History tells us we're not doomed. History tells us that our greater humanity will pull us through in the end. It's just the journey isn't always pretty. So I do have faith that we'll pull through and we'll come out stronger on the other side. It's just I don't know what the journey is going to look like. Is it going to be long? Is it going to be short? Is it... I just I just feel for people my kid's age, your kid's age, you know, trying to figure out how to navigate this. Well, raising young families. Yeah. And the school system that they lived in that my kids, your you know, that our children grew up in is now completely different. It's disintegrating around their Yes. Around their shoulders. How do you educate your child? How do you educate your child? And especially now you go, well, you know, we always knew there was maybe there was something not quite right about the school system. But now what do we do? You know, how do how the hell do we fix this? It's it's a whole it's quite literally a whole new world. And 
the people who are supposed to help us go through this are not competent at it. And no one, well, the part, the, the real truth is no one's competent at it because no one's gone no one's through this before. No one's done this before. It's been 100 years. <laughs> but they just won't admit it. They just won't come up and say, look, none of us know what to do. We're making this up as we go along. We're making the best judgments we are as we, as we go along. And we're all just as human beings trying to, you know, create a better world. And it's difficult right now. And I hate to slide into politics and cultural conversations, but sometimes love intersects the world. And and so and it's just we're going to have to. And if they won't do it for us, we're going to have to drag them kicking and screaming. And we do that by loving each other. We don't need them to love the world. We don't. We no. can just love each other. Yes. So, anyway, after that soap opera, Brooks, we're going to create our little uh, anchor break a few minutes early. Okay. And we're back from our anchor break. Hey, welcome back. <laughs> and we were talking about online dating rules but before we get back to the online dating rules i want to bring us back to you can contact us send us questions comments and the question we asked earlier was what was the first sign you loved your true love but before we get to all that i have a question here and maybe you can help answer answer this for for and i'm dropping this on you me and and millions of other men we understand visually we actually do understand visually, but maybe you can help us understand because we're, we're visual creatures. Maybe you can help us understand your emotions inside with this kind of thing. This, okay. Kim Kardashian has this body shaping thing. Now, I'm not showing anybody this because I can't. It's on her Instagram account, and this is for the podcast. But This is my new shapewear that I have been working on. Usually when you wear shapewear and it comes to the knee, you always see the line. It comes here and or to here, and that always really bothered me. So some of the new shapewear we have is a little bit at the calf. There's nothing and new here. This was really important to me. No, but it's not whether it's so new. It's the mindset of y'all wanting to wear this extra so stuff, 50 million layers of extra stuff. We don't understand. For, a, don't for a special event, it, it, it holds things in. It makes you less jiggly. It gives you a, a nicer shape, so you feel more confident. But we just wear bigger clothes. That's not the size dress we want to wear. Okay. That's not our best. No, but our best left at 25, and we gave that up. Our best that we can do at any given moment. <laughs> we buy a black suit. And accept what it looks like. <laughs> That's why we all wear black. It's slimming. And just kind of melds the bubbles and the curves and the bumps and the jiggles and the That's why we wear black. We wear black. Well, we like to wear other colors, you know, but yes, every woman has a little black dress or should. Interesting. Well, I know, I know every woman had a little bit of dress. I just didn't understand the need for 
this body forming shaping thing it's for confidence okay mm-hmm. i still don't understand the need for these body forming shapey things but you know you're not less bumps and lumps and less jiggling everything's a lot firmer in place looking good well we, we you know, that part bit. we understand it it looks good but no, it looks good for us. So, are we? Is it for? It's not, but it's not for us, is it? No, it's not for y'all. Damn it! Even when we win, we don't win. Do you know how long it takes <sighs> to get out of the, one of those things? It's like a wrestling match. <laughs> it's not for y'all. <laughs> no. Ah well, sir. Y'all get the minute underwear. It's often less than a minute. <laughs> Great. I suppose we should take the benefits for what they are. <laughs> we don't want you to have to struggle and, you know, get all frustrated. Yeah, you're going to rip it. We'll break it. We'll break your clasp or whatever. That's, you, you don't know. It's amazing. It's amazing some of us have children. That's all I'm saying. How did I knock my microphone off? There we go. Oh, I know. I was stuck on my foot. Uh-oh. Well, because I didn't wire it properly because I'm a goofus and it's still stuck around my foot. Get away. Sorry. I've been attacked by my technical, cord. Technical difficulty. I've been attacked by my cord. Just say, we were even in the studio earlier earlier this week and we still got all messed up. Okay, so what do we got over there? Okay, so the next one, the bi- the next item on the agenda. Okay, so you meet... So the next week, big question is, what, you know, do you get physical? When do you get physical? What do you, for most daters, the biggest question is, isn't, do you ask before getting physical? But when do you ask? When do you ask? When do you ask? And um, this one, there is a big, long explanation Um but it boils it down to asking this, this article suggests asking a hypothetical question. For instance, if we were to see each other, would there be an op- option for us to give each other a kiss? Well, not if you're wearing masks. Well, no. Uh, I mean, if the COVID thing is a big, let's see. Do these people read their own rules? I'm just curious. Or you can do, you can say, I want to ask you something, but I'm nervous of what you'll think. Well, isn't that what you're going to feel? Isn't that how you normally discuss bringing up physical? Sensitive, (laughs) sensitive, intimate, intimate, intimacy, whether you're going to be intimacy or not. I mean, it's either either gentle or crass. Uh, Which one do you prefer? That. I, mean, I suppose you could just be blunt. Hi, I find you attractive. Can we get naked? You're skipping about 20 steps <laughs> there, mister. <laughs> well, I'm just saying it's blunt, but it's not quite crass. Okay, it's pretty it's crass. It's pretty crass. <laughs> what are you talking about? See here again. This is why you don't flirt. <laughs> well, I don't know how. I don't even know when it's happening to me. I've watched you being flirting with she's uh, someone leaning in, listening, and every 
just hanging on your every word, playing with her hair, ha, 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 touching her chest, and you're just blah, 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 <laughs> talking politics. <laughs> and I'm going, I'm going to go get a sandwich. I, <laughs> I can't watch this. <laughs> She's going to be so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I giving dating advice? <laughs> so, so just so y'all know, how much well, flirting and dating. Yeah, I felt you dated fairly well. I still haven't gone on a date. Oh my god! So I, so I, that seems successful to me. You socialize. Yeah. You social in a social what would be because if I call it a date, man, I would completely trash it so just don't call it a date that i don't have any expectations and then i can actually meet them ah i wonder what the heck that was all about you haven't gone on a date in anyone in your life have you met mr anxiety disorder right you've met me i've wondered about that for 10 years yeah. well, well you heard it here folks okay my therapist has probably heard that explanation i'm surprised i haven't told you or I haven't explained it that that succinctly. I probably tried to, but you know I don't always get it correct. Hey man, I don't run with the script around here. What you want from me? No, we don't run with the script around here. No. Well, you have a clipboard over there with stuff written on it. Are we, did we get through all six of these things? We, we well, we went through all of them. Yeah, I mean, it, they're long articles. Okay. Oh. But I hit the high point. Okay. All right. Well, um, it, it there's another one about you know they're saying people mm -hmm. you're asking people feel they have the right to ask what would normally be considered intrusive questions. You know, tell me about your roommates. What are their habits? You know, where have you been? Why are you stalking my house? Go away from me. Well, people feel they have more of a right to ask, especially if you're in some kind of established you have some kind of understanding in this article. There was one in particular. She described it as a friend with benefits, but she got really nosy about where he'd been and what he's doing. Normally she, you know, she mm -hmm. said that type of relationship she wouldn't, but she had to ask. She had to ask. Turns out, you know, the personal trainer came down with COVID and, and so they, everybody had to halt everything and get tested, and everybody was fine. Yeah, but well, two thirds of us are going to end up with COVID at some point. So it it's just is what it is. And, and at some point, but I can get it, if, especially if you've got a bunch of, if you're health conscious, health compromised. It's just this whole, I don't know, we're putting so much mental stress on people over this thing that we're actually going to make people more susceptible to getting sick because their immune systems are shot because they've been living under stress for five months. This is where, I don't know. This whole thing is just from going, going from worse to catastrophic very fast. And that's, 
Well, this article you might like is a little more of an upper. This is six potential, it is potential, advantages of dating during a pandemic. Hey, sure. It's pandemic dating. We'll can got some more because I had some stuff over here, but we can use them for next week about flirty questions to ask a guy if he'll make it crystal clear how you feel. So we can do that next week. Or here's the big one. 12 big questions to ask yourself before considering a divorce. But quite frankly, I think most of these are questions to ask yourself on a fairly regular basis, not necessarily about your relationship, but about yourself. About yourself. Ooh, so we got that to look forward to. <laughs> so, and actually, I think there's about eight of them instead of 12. But oh, okay. But I'll have to go through that. But there's some good stuff in there about yourself, not about your Now, it'll tell you about how healthy your relationship is, the way you answer them. But it's you should be focusing on on a regular basis. I don't know how often you should do it. You should be kind of focusing on yourself. So I guess that's for next week or if we have some time. At the end. If we have some time at the end, I don't know how how quickly we're going to go through these. Yeah, no. It's, it's, so, we, so we do have I do have some stuff lined up if we need them. Okay, okay. very good. Very good. Okay, number one here. You mm -hmm. have an immediate icebreaker. Corona is a, it, it is a topic that you know everyone is so you you've got something to talk about. Oh God, I don't know how many people actually want to go on a date and talk about. This? No, this is you just you just. Okay, but how many people want to talk about coronavirus? On the, I don't know. I think I they're think... I think they're talking about that awkward first couple of sentences. You know, how are you dealing with the corona? How are you hanging in there? You know, hey, did you get the rona yet? Oh, come on. I'm sorry. I just don't think. <laughs> I suppose, depending upon the circles we're hanging with, maybe, but I just don't know for the average person that's gonna, you know, for people like us who kind of live and who have fun with these things, I could maybe see it. But if you're a more serious person or someone who is more fearful, if for lack of a better word, that's not quite the word I want, but I can't think of anxious. One. There you go. Who's a more anxious person over these things? Thank you. The I can see how you'd want to be more careful. So it, I don't know, man. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not entirely sure that's a necessarily a benefit. If you can't think of something, hey, that's a nice T-shirt. Then I'm not entirely sure. You, you know, Rona. Even though I can't come up with an opening line either, so I don't know why the hell I'm talking about it. Hey, you know what? Don't listen to me. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Talk about freaking coronavirus. What the hell? I have no idea. I they say it's easier to, to initiate a conversation with a potential romantic interest online. This is all online, apparently. Well, it probably is these days. Yes. Yeah, because if you're not already in contact with them on a regular basis it's all you how you're going to contact that's people. all you're going to contact people for the most yeah. part especially anybody new so okay another potential advantage is building an emotional bond first may be more likely than it has been in the past during a crisis people are often reminded reminded of the fleeting nature of life and as a result my might simultaneously feel a loss of control and an increase in vulnerability. Yes, but it also means an increase in bad coupling. Bad coupling? 
Yeah, because you're feeling needy, and so you find someone who loosely fills your needs, and you end up coupling with them, and you develop a relationship that doesn't quite fit right, but you develop an emotional bond because you've gone through a traumatic experience, and then those are hard to disengage yourself from. Because you have a shared traumatic experience, and so I'm not saying it's if you if you're a match, it's probably true. If you if you're a genuine match, you can that bond probably can cement faster. I I have no doubt. Uh -huh. But the problem is, do you cement a bond that's not a match? Use your puzzle pieces not quite right, but you make them fit anyway. And then they get glued together. Well, there's a potential for that happening in any at any point. Yes, but if both people are emotionally especially needy, especially needy right now, I see what you're saying. Okay. Or if one person is needy and the other person is more of a predatorial, it leaves Eek. them leaves them open to. So be careful. Vulnerable. Be careful out there. Yeah. Because yeah, predators are. Cagey animals by their very nature, and sadly they exist, and we are all a little vulnerable right now, and that means they are at their peak opportune time. So, you know, as we all sit out there and we look for love and connections and form of safety, I suppose still be cautious because it's more dangerous than ever. You know, we need love more than ever, but it's also more dangerous than it ever has been to love somebody because of the potential downsides. So it's, it's just not a good time to be single. I feel for everybody feel out there. I feel for everybody out there. I definitely do. I, you know, you can just imagine the times when we were single and having to go through that without all this extra stuff. Ah. Layer this all on top of that. Because remember, it's just layering it on top of it. It's not like it's replacing all the normal stuff. It's just layering it on top of it. The normal anxiety of meeting somebody new. And trying to do that. And even trying to develop, grow, repair, you know, relationships are strained. Even nor even healthy relationships are getting strained because the participants in them are getting strained, and it's a difficult time for everybody out there. But for single people who are kind of especially going through this kind of thing for the first time, their young twenties and their their clocks are ticking. You want and you see the world, and like we said, you feel the importance of you know the fleeting materialistic the fleeting. things, and what you really want is a family, and so you that urge is. It's a witch's brew. It's a witch's brew. And it's, you know, the formula can come out terrific and you can come out with something insanely beautiful, you know, like a unicorn, or you can come out with something and that no one wants to look at. So, but the more love you put in, the better chance you are of having something beautiful come out. So let's not get all down into the dumps. Okay. It's not all, it's not like, you know, it's very easy for even us to sit here and get down in dumps and say like, we're all kind of being melancholy. It's been a stressful week, right? We had one of our loved ones had to kind of bug out. And so we're still stressed. Had to evacuate due to a wildfire, yes. But, but she's safe and at home now and the apartment is safe. The home is safe. Everyone is good. 
yeah. So, but you know, so it's all stressful for us, and so it's very easy for you know we're as susceptible as anybody else to getting to the doom and gloom brain, and kind of having it sit around, and then that's a warning to everybody to make sure you get love in your life, right? Yes. Okay, you know, just be careful because it's a it's a crazy world out there right now, but doesn't mean don't do it. Just means be careful. Keep your eyes and ears open. Okay, now number three, it says forming a close connection is more attainable without the usual distractions and barriers. Now, this goes to online. One of the barriers to meeting in real life when online dating is the simple act of scheduling the date while trying to fulfill work, school, or other social obligations can be difficult to coordinate. So they're saying you have more time if you're doing, if you're just doing doing video dates, if you're doing online dating. Yeah, but if you're only doing video dating, you're not doing dating, you're just talking. I mean, that's what you, but you can play video games together. Or what are you going to do, watch a movie over the, over the phone, over video chat? It's not dating. I'm not entirely sure. It's the same thing. You can spend a lot of time together. You can spend a lot of time talking. You can, you can learn a lot about each other. But, I mean, we spent hours talking to each other. Did you consider any of that a date? No, we were getting to know each other. Yeah. So. You were quite charming. And you do know how to flirt. No, I don't. You don't know that you're flirting. This is true. Because I have no idea. I'm just a funny guy. Yes, you are. You're a funny guy. <laughs> so, what else we got over there? Anything? Um, it says the number of dates may decrease, but the quality may increase. One of the drawbacks of online dating is that people are often faced with too many choices. But on the other hand, with everyone engaged in social distancing and staying home, the usual distractions may decrease. Well, yeah, but half the stuff is also closed. I just don't know. It's just so hard to know because it also depends. This is just pertains to online dating. You're doing you're dating online. You're doing Zoom meetings. You're Skyping. But that, you're chatting. But what do you really, unless you're playing a video game or something, or you're doing something, I suppose it doesn't have to necessarily be a video game. I suppose there's other things you can well, this is, work on together. But, but, but what it seems as if this is a certain stage. And then at some point, you get to the point where you decide if you want to meet or not. But this online stuff is now a legitimate stage. Well, it's always been a dating. legitimate stage. It was just like talking on the phone. It's no different than when you but were it, talking on the phone. It before. seems like it's longer. I just think it seems like these people who wrote this thing don't have much of a memory of how, his, of how things used to work 20 years ago. I think you think all this is new rather than it's just using different tools. It's the same thing. It's the same dance. It's just using different tools. What used to be letters became phone calls. 
What used to be phone calls became text. What used to be text has now become online chats. It's still the same communication. It's just tools have changed. So the dance is still the same, huh? It's still the same dance. The tune has just changed. That's it. That's all I've done. <laughs> Ain't no different. <laughs> You know, it's faster now, I suppose, in some sense, because, you know, the, all these things move at a faster pace. But it's this actual dance. So maybe the pace is picked up, but the dance is still the same. You just have to hustle a little more, which sucks. It's you know, not necessarily a good thing, but it's not mind-breaking. It's not nothing um, earth-shattering, new, or groundbreaking, anything like that. Even I know that, and I don't know squat about dating. So, <laughs> well, this says during a pandemic, you may actually save time and date more efficiently because you're FaceTiming now, and they're speaking more on the phone and getting to know each other before actually more. Yeah, but before meeting in person. Yeah. So but, you're more. Uh, so it's, I don't know about efficient. Yeah, I don't, well, it may go faster. Do you but actually I, but I think that's look just, at your dating life and go, hmm, how can I be, be more, more efficient? efficient? Some people do. Some people do. That's Some true. Some people do. Um, but, no, no one says more efficient, but you don't. You, I actually forgot what we were talking about. That you date more efficiently and that people are speaking more on the phone and getting to and FaceTiming. So you actually can see if you're attracted to this person. Oh, yeah. But there's something fundamentally different between the phone and and being in person and seeing their actual real self. People are actually different in person than they are over the phone. Well, I took that into account. Video, you're not the same in person. I took that into account when I video chat. With well, you. no, well, well, for one when thing, I did. you're in your house in a comfort zone, right? Yeah, versus out and about, you you only get partial body language at best. Head, you know, at best you get upper torso. Uh huh. When we're not going to talk about anything else, but so your so your your body clues, your body your body language signals are less, so you're just getting less information. So. So while you might be talking more, you're actually getting less information because your most communication doesn't happen at the audio level. It happens with subtle clues that you know you pick that you pick up without picking up. Of course, that I don't pick up because I'm clueless, but most people pick up without knowing they pick up. <laughs> I've studied enough books to, to know that. <laughs> I don't know what they are, but yeah. yeah, I don't know how to notice them because when I'm talking, I'm focused on the communication. I'm not focused on the hair playing or how close she's sitting or all these things you tell me that they do afterwards. And really, is she flirting with me? Or those times where I'll get outside, hey, wait a minute. He <laughs> <laughs> hits you like five minutes later. Hey. Hey. God damn it. I hate when that happens. Okay, we have one last thing on here. I think this is nine minutes. So that's good. You have an opportunity to see how a potential partner responds when they're under stress. 
Now, I don't think this is, this is unusual stress. This is prolonged stress. Yeah, but this ghost, you know, the thing about that is this the, is prolonged stress. That's a double edged sword. So if you're going to do that, you better damn well be uh, empathetic. What about you? Yeah. <laughs> Are you being overly judgy wedgy because you're under stress and you're under prolonged stress? Or have you examined yourself? I mean, all these things, a lot of these rules and stuff, you, we focus so much on the other person. Just like I was saying here, I think maybe the, the, person to focus on these things is not them it's you mm, mm. it's not what do you expect of them it's what do you want it's not the expectations it's what do you need in order for you to feel comfortable going forward that's what a lot of this is yes we have people struggling to figure out what are they going how do they feel comfortable going forward in a world with no rules yes because there's no rules right now. Well, no one knows. I mean, the rules were kind of made up to begin with, but now there's none. No one knows what to do. There's no standards anymore. There's You can't even break the rules because you don't even know what the freaking rules are anymore. And so you can't even be unconventional dating because no one knows what the hell a conventional date is. <laughs> no. Yeah. Are you conve conventional <laughs> dating or... Because there's no framework for it. Yeah, everything's the, the framework, the world that we used to know no longer exists, at it's least for in now. The dating world, definitely. Yeah, well, not just the dating world, the economic world. The, I know, but the we're talking about world, the, the dating world. world. Yeah, but this is again one of those places where the dating world intersects the real world. You can't, you can't separate the two right now, not completely. We can sit here and we can try and we can have our fun and we can laugh and we can joke, but the reality is you can't separate the two. Uh, There's some we talk about stress right now. We're brushing apart what's causing the stress. We're sweeping under the rug. We're talking about pandemic dating, but sweeping under the rug, the the elephant in the room, is the pandemic. We're not really taught discussing that. That's kind of the overriding philosophy all here that we've got all how are sitting under this anvil you know it's like a cartoon where you got a two-ton anvil hanging over your head all the time waiting for it to fall no one knows when it's going to fall no one knows if it's going to fall no one knows is it a really two tons or is it a foam thing with two tons written on it no one knows because it's just out of reach it's kind of invisible but yet you know it's there and it's very unsettling but it's unsettling yes, it is that are unsettling yes, on an individual level. It's unsettling on a family level. And if you're out trying to create a dating life and start your own family and, and try to build something for your future, how do you how do you even begin to plan a foundation under this? I mean, you can have educated yourself for the world all you wanted, but the world you educated yourself for no longer exists. Mm. And so we all have to kind of rethink. We saw how that happened. We had to, you know, going back to our personal life, we had to completely rethink a political campaign from top to bottom. Yes, indeed. And people had to rethink how they do business. People have had to rethink how they do families, how they do birthdays, how they, how they take care of aging grandma in the nursing home. How do we have funerals? Everything 
has been tossed up into the air. It's like someone came up with the Monopoly board and smashed it up and walked away. And we're all left trying to figure out, okay, how do we put all this back together? How do we put, what's the new rules? How do we do this? It's very unsettling. And for those people who don't have a family structure already built, who don't have a loving relationship already built, and you're out there trying to figure this out with other people who are in the exact same boat you are, I can't imagine. Be kind. Be kind out there. Be good to each other. That's all I can imagine, because how do you... How do you get through that except with love? Gentle. Gentle, respect, care, and love. What is it? Find the... Somebody said, and I'm going to butcher this because I can't remember the exact quote, but somebody said, when when everything goes wrong, look for the helpers. There will be people helping. It was Fred Rogers, my friend. And well, in this particular case, when all hell's breaking loose, look for those who are expressing love. That's good advice. Look for those who are expressing love because those are the people who are expressing love. You know, you could have a choice. You can go towards love or you can go not towards love. What's it going to be? Yeah, I know which way we choose. Always. We choose love because that's late night love and we are going to end a couple minutes early. Um, you can visit us. Please send us a note at anchor.fm slash late night love. You can send up a voicemail. You can hit us up at Twitter at Jazzrack, J-A-Z-Z-R-I-C-K. You can send us an email at love at late night love.us. And I swear to God, one of these days I'll put up a form on the website so you can catch us at, at late night love.us. But for now, that's just where you can catch all the podcasts. They all get updated there. Don't forget to check out our daily doses. We do daily doses every day. Daily With doses music. Of, daily doses of love, short two to four minutes, where we talk about a specific question or subject, and I ramble on. All these are unscripted, so that's always fun. You never know what comes out of my mouth. And one of these days, we're going to put Lubby on the hot seat, and we're going to do a, a, a Lubby week. So we'll see how that goes. Look for mm. that coming up in the next week or two but that means i have to get some work done so you can all yell at me for that one and from me and the lubbinator thank you all for joining us thank you thank you we'll talk to you next week or tomorrow or later on if you're listening to some of our late night love daily doses please remember love everybody good night